Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I did an episode recently about being in the leadership creation business and how we really need to give ourselves permission to develop leaders around us in our businesses. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. I'm getting some good feedback, but I'm also getting lots of questions about how, right? That's the always the ultimate question is, well, okay, I believe that I need to create leaders. Now, how do I do that? And what I will tell you is we're probably in a little bit of a state right now working remotely where we're having to have a lot more communication with our teams, okay? Now walk with me for a second. Let's tie all this together. Leadership is all about relationships and relationships are all about communication. Okay. So therefore, in order to be a good leader to your team, you have to be able to communicate effectively. And so the challenge for you today is to develop your team, not solve problems for them. Your challenge today is to teach, not fix. Okay. Now that's the hardest part of being a leader is because we've all gone through whatever problem they're dealing with, whatever issue they're facing, whatever, you know, customer situation they're trying to solve. And it takes you 30 minutes to explain how to do it versus five minutes doing it yourself. Right? But what we lose is the fact that if we spend five minutes doing it ourselves every single time, that's going to definitely add up to more than 30 minutes in the long run. Okay? So we're looking at the short-term gain whenever we solve problems and we fix it ourselves instead of teaching other people how to do it. That's what we lose. We talked all about getting our time back and how if we allow other people to come in and be leaders in our business, that we will have the freedom to step away from our business whenever we choose, right? We create choice. And I love choice. I always want to have choices. That's my personality. So I want to create choices in my business. I want to be able to go on vacation, right? We talked about that too, about how we set our teams up for success with vacations. All of that is done by teaching our teams how to solve problems. And I'm getting a lot of feedback right now from people that, you know, I partner with and friends and, you know, people that I have in my inner circle, that they're getting almost to the point of burnout in their business. And when I start to delve in as to why, it's because they're in the fix-it mode in the problem-solving mode as opposed to the developing mode. Okay, so we're going to take the shift now. If you've got your mind right and you understand that you need to create leaders around you and you're bought into that, which is where I need you to be, then the next step is understanding how you do this. Okay? And, and part of the mindset is, is also acknowledging the fact that you can't play the short game. Okay? This leadership and creating a business and creating leaders isn't a sprint. It is a marathon. You're running a marathon every day. Okay? Said a different way, you know, it's one battle at a time. It's not the whole war that you're fighting. 
So you've got to be smart about the battles that you fight. You've got to be smart about the, the, the pace that you set in the marathon. So saving yourself 30 minutes a day is going to cost you hours over the year. It's going to cost you worry when you're on vacation. It's going to cost you the ability to create a strong team that you can trust to take over the business so that you can pull out and have less day-to-day responsibility. Right? So, again, we've got the mindset. We're in it. We believe it. We see it. Now, how do, how do I do this? How in the world do I do this? Okay, well, the first thing is as you're reading emails, you're in conversations, you have your team reaching out to you asking for the solution, the first thing you do is you don't give it to them. Okay? Now, you may have a hard time with that, right? Like, you may feel... I'm not supporting my team if I don't give them the answer. I promise you, you are supporting them. But you're going to have a conversation that goes along the lines of something like this. Hey, thank you for the note. Thank you for the phone call. I love the fact that you trust me. Okay? That's always the first answer. Thank you. Thank them and encourage them for reaching out and trusting you enough to, to talk to you. You need to thank them for that. That's probably been hard. Always remember to do that. Thank. Okay? Then you're going to say, I appreciate you bringing it to me, but I want to understand, what have you thought of? How would you want to solve this? Right? You're going to ask them for their feedback. Make them give you some feedback. They have to come with a solution. If they don't have anything, then the next answer is, or the next statement you're going to make is, okay, Totally understand. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to take the afternoon to think about how you want to solve this. And when you have a recommended path, shoot me a note. Tell, you know, tell them how you want them to reach out to you again. Is it an email, a text, you know, um, a direct message, or a phone call? Tell them. Be very specific. Call me this afternoon, and let's walk through your idea. Okay, now, what have you done? It may feel like a couple of things. Number one, if you're really busy right now, you didn't give them the answer. You didn't need to. Number two, you bought yourself some time if they didn't come with the answer. So now you can get back on track with whatever it is that you were doing when they called you. So that may give you a little peace. And I know some of us who really like our routines and really want to, you know, get certain things done within certain time frames, that's put us back on track if we ask them to do that. So that may feel a little bit better to you. Okay, but either way, the the whole point is that you're not giving them the answer in this call and you're going to ask them to go think of something and come back and tell you. It could be later in the day. It could be tomorrow. It really depends on the sense of urgency that the issue has. So you have to understand what the issue is before you can give a timeline on when they need to come back with a solution. Now, let me also put another little caveat out here. This is not for blazing fires. And we've talked about that before. You should have already defined what a fire is with your team. So they should already know what a fire is and and they should expect you to solve that. This is not a fire. This is something they should be able to solve for. So how how do you help them with that? They come with an idea. Listen to their idea. Force yourself to listen to their idea. Even if it's not a good one. Because what you need to do is you're worried less about the overall solution. You're, you're focused more on how did they problem solve. 
Because what you want to try to start doing as a leader that's developing other leaders is to start to see patterns in their thoughts, patterns in their problem-solving process. Do they have good patterns or do they, need, they have patterns that need to be improved? Okay? Good patterns means you start to build more and more trust with them to the point that you can start saying, hey, you don't need to reach out to me for these things anymore. Go ahead and solve these on your own. You've consistently been on the right path with this. Okay? You want to be able to get there with your leaders. But you may not be able to be there yet. So as they're talking and presenting their idea, be it on the initial conversation or the second conversation, you're listening to what they recommend. They need to be telling you what they are recommending and why they are recommending you do it that way. And when I say you, I mean the company. Okay? They have to tell you the what and the why. What do they recommend? Why do they recommend it? And then last but not least, how is it going to get done? Who's going to own it? You know, what are all the key details around it? And you're listening and, and you're taking it all in. Now, the next step is this. If they came up with a pretty good solution that's not going to be too risky, that should get you at the end point, and that at least should let them learn something from it, okay? If nothing else, it will just build their confidence. Let them try out their plan. That's the other way that you teach, and that's the other way that you create leaders. You can't always give the answer, nor can you always refute their plan or tweak it to make it better. Because here's what you're going to teach them if you do that. You're going to teach them, okay, Katrina wants me to come up with the plan, but every time I go to her with a plan, it's not quite right. So I'm going to go, go, go to her and give her the plan, but I'm never going to be perfect at my plan, so I'm always going to need her to provide a few tweaks. So they're going to doubt themselves. They'll create ideas, but they're never going to go take action without running it by you because you've just trained them that the action they were originally going to take is never quite perfect. And here's the point. It doesn't have to be perfect. Okay, it just has to show good judgment and ultimately has to solve the problem. Okay, so that's what you're looking for. Not perfection, not is it the way that you would have done it, but did it solve the problem? Was it safe to go down that pathway? Did the what make sense and the why? Did the right owners get involved? And did they establish all of the how correctly? You're listening for those things, right? Will you have a chance after all of this is done to give them feedback? Yes, and you will, and that's part of the next step, okay? But you're not going to do all that on the front end. So they're going to come to you. They're going to outline it. If it's just off the wall crazy, you have to put them back on track, right? Your silence means that you bless whatever they've come up with. Don't stay silent. Please correct them, right? But if it's, if it's reasonable, just not the way you would have done it, try it, okay? They go about their way. Set a, set a, set, um, a follow-up point, though, okay? That's the next thing I want to remind you of. Set a touch base point where they've got to come back and give you an update on how it's going or the results of whatever the action was, they have to check back in with you. Okay, this is how you're training them. You're going to say something like, that sounds like a great idea. I'm on board with the path that you want to go down. Please go ahead and partner with the team and get them working through this. I do want you to follow back up with me in two days because you said it should be resolved in two days. Let me know 
if it was resolved or not, how everything went, and, you know, if this is something that we need to start doing in the future. Okay, so you're putting them on notice that you want feedback, when you want it, what you want to hear, and so they've got to be ready to come back and have a conversation with you. It's not a surprise. So off they go, and they're handling the business. Now, if it's a longer project than a couple of days, maybe you're going to have them give you an update on their touch base. Okay, but you establish when that communication has to come back to you. Right? Once the project is done, and they come back and they give you the feedback, or let's say it's the middle of the project and they're still giving you feedback, you're asking questions, you're seeking to understand. Through that entire update, you're trying to learn what they learned. Okay, that's your ultimate goal in that conversation. What did they learn? Did they learn anything? If they didn't learn anything, that's not good. I'm sure they learned something, but that's what you're trying to get them to share with you. Okay? As a part of that conversation, you're also going to have sort of a correction of errors portion of the discussion. So what went wrong? What could have been done better next time? How would you tweak it to make it better in the future? Okay, so... You could have, in the first discussion, told them all of these answers. Hey, do it this way because you're going to run into these issues, and so on and so forth. But you didn't. Why? Because they needed to learn some of that on their own. And they needed to figure out how to solve that problem on their own because it's a lesson that wasn't too risky to learn on their own. It wasn't going to damage the business, right? And they learned it on their own, and it will forever stick with them because they learned it and they solved it themselves. And that's powerful, right? Powerful. Think of all the times that you've learned something on your own. It's a lesson that you didn't ever forget. So give them some of those. And instead of telling them all the corrections on the front end where they don't trust themselves to go execute in the future, have a correction of errors discussion on the back end. Ask them what they learned, what they would have tweaked. Then chime in and say, hey, when you move forward in the future, I'd like to see you do ABC. Please add that. I think that'll add some value. Then that discussion is collaboration, okay? You're having a collaborative discussion together as opposed to you solving the problem, you telling them exactly how to solve it, and then you just waiting on the results. Okay, give them that ownership. Your role as the leader in developing them is to simply ask the right questions, make sure they understand all of the key pieces, and then establish follow-up points so that they don't slide or not focus or essentially they forget to come back around and, and focus on the lessons that they learned through solving this problem. That's your routine. That's what you're going to do when, when people start to reach out to you and ask you to solve their problems for them. Okay? So now you've got the mindset and now you've got a skill for your toolbox how you're going to have conversations, how you're going to establish follow-up conversations, and how you're going to have the follow-up conversation to help them grow through it in order to improve their judgment, their confidence, their ability to take action without getting direction from you, and then your ability to have confidence in them so that they can go on and problem-solve without you feeling like they need to check in with you before they take action. Okay, so it's a win-win-win all the way around. Right, so that's my challenge to you for the day. I want you to be thinking about, do you have people on your team that are constantly coming to you, 
asking you to solve all of their problems? If the answer is yes, stop solving. Stop fixing. You need to develop and teach them. And you teach them through asking questions. You are the coach in this situation. So coach them through it. All right? Think through it. Put it into action. Go and be legendary.